is a period of civil war. The spaceships of the rebels striking swift from base unseen have gained a victory o'er the cruel galactic empire now adrift. Amidst the battle, the rebel spies prevailed and stole the plans to a space station vast, whose powerful beams will later be unveiled and crush a planet. Tis the Death Star Blast. Pursued by agents, sinister and cold, now Princess Leia to her home doth flee, delivering plans and a new hope they hold of bringing freedom to the galaxy. In time so long ago begins our play in a star-crossed galaxy far, far away! <laughs> Act 1, Scene 1, Aboard the Rebel Ship. Now is the summer of our happiness made winter by this sudden fierce attack. Our ship is under siege, I know not how. <laughs> Hast thou heard? The main reactor fails. We shall most surely be destroyed by this. Our warrant madness lies herein. <laughs> the princess shall have no escape this time. I fear this battle doth pretend the end of the rebellion. Oh, what misery! Now watch amazed as swiftly through the door the army of the Empire rises! And as the troopers through the passage pour, they murder several dozen rebel men! <laughs> Meanwhile, enter R2-D2 with Princess Leia. Pray, R2-D2, where art thou? Beep beep! At last, where hast thou been? I fear they come in this direction. Pray, what shall we do? My circuitry overloads and my mind's overthrown, and fear hath put its grip into my wires. We shall be sent unto the place I dread, the castle spice mines which no joy returns, and there be blasted into who knows what. Beep, beep. Anon, anon, R2, where dost thou go? Oh, prithee, patience, leave me not alone. I... Even though I mock and injure thee, I'll surely die if e'er thou leavest me. Act 1, Scene 2, Aboard the Rebel Ship. The Death Star plans we could not find herein, nor are they on the main computer board. In short, they are not here, and there's an end. Thou speakest well, my stormtrooper, and yet not well upon my ear the message falls. I turn to thee, thou rebel. This is a counselor ship and nothing more. I'm a diplomatic mission. Aye, I, I leave thy head above my own. Thou canst not choose to keep thy secret locked safe in that head, and therefore lose thy life thou holdest dear, or else to keep thy head and thus thy life. My patience run quickly out much at the sands across the dunes of Tatooine, so tell me, else thou diest quick. Where shall we find transmissions thou didst intercept? What hast thou done, say, with those plans? My lord, my head and life, I value certain tis. And yet, to thee I must report we have not intercepted one transmission. This is a council ship, and nothing more on diplomatic mission. Thou knave, with thy last breath, hear thou this word. If this is but a consular ship, then where is the ambassador? Commander, prithee, go, run thou the ship apart until the plans are found and bring me any passengers. Upon thy life, I want them brought alive. And so another dies by my own hand, this hand, which now encased in blackness is, 
Oh, that the fingers of this wretched hand had not the pain of suffering ever known. But now my path is joined unto the dark, and wicked men, whose hands and fingers move to crush their foes, are now my company. So shall my fingers ever undertake to do more evil? I and this, my hand, shall do the emperor's bidding evermore. And thus we see how fingers presage death and hands become the instruments of fate. Meanwhile, on another part of the ship, stormtroopers searching for Princess Leia. Aye, there's one. My comrades, set the stun. Oh, she shall be well. Oh, go now, and from the dread Lord Vader, we have caught a prisoner. <laughs> and may most icy strings flow swift and free when Vader grants rewards for work well done. In the meantime, R2-D2 and C-3PO enter the escape pod. Hold, thou art not permitted to go in. Oh, deactivated, thou surely be. Beep, 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 me! Thou shalt not label me a mindless brute philosopher. Oh, nay, nay, thou overladen glob of grease. Oh, thou imp, oh, thou rubbish bucket fit for scrap. Oh, thou blue and silver pile bantha dung. Now, come, and get thee hence away, lest someone sees. Beep, 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 squeak, beep, 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 wee! What secret mission, and what plans? What dost thou talk about? I'll regret this, so say I. This golden droid has been a friend, tis true, and yet I wish to still his prodding tongue. An imp, he calleth me? I'll be revenged, and merry pranks of plenty I shall play upon this pompous droid C-3PO. Yet, not in language shall my pranks be done. Around both humans and the droids, I must be seen to make such errant beeps and squeaks that they shall think me simple. Truly... Though, although with sounds oblique I speak to them, I clearly see how I shall play my part, and how a vast rebellion shall succeed by wit and wisdom of a simple droid. Now climb the metal pair into the pod, which shooteth from the ship like a laser blast. And to the planet's face, as straight as a rod, the capsule takes the droids by power vast. Pray, hold thy fire. For certain there are no life forms aboard, and truly what may be the chance that ought but life alone could fly within that pod. The rebels could not be so cunning bold to put the Death Star plans therein. If I were one to bet, I'd stake my life on it. All's well that endeth well, so say the wise, and so that pod shall live to land below. Oh, tis but a jest. Aye, surely we are mocked. Plainly canst thou see, the damage looks but minor from below. Can't thou be sure this pot is safe? Oh. Act one, scene three, aboard the rebel ship. Darth Vader, only thou couldst be so bold. When first my ship was under siege, I knew twas thee who had this peaceful vessel sacked. The Imperial Senate shall not stand for this, for when they hear thou hast attacked a ship on diplomatic mission. Highness Peace, be thou not so surprised. For well thou knowest a mercy mission this was not this time. Thine innocent appearance doth disguise a heart with revolution at its core. Aye, several transmissions were that beamed onto the ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to the plans they set, and pray thee, speak thou while or speak thy last, for fairer next than thine my hand hath crushed. Thine idle threat is meaningless to me. My neck, my mouth, my tongue, these instruments of speech have not the power to lay the knowledge that thou seekest. For certain. To say nothing more of what thou ask of me, 
For I am but a member of the great Imperial Senate, bound for Alderaan on mission diplomatic. Nay, thou slice, for thou art with the Rebel Alliance violent wash or traitor. Take this one away! Lord, holding her is dangerous. If word of this is told, then sympathy may rise for the rebellion in the Senate's mind. So shall our power, or all the universe, be wickened by this wicked, cunning wretch. Tis like the tale my mother told me once of bygone emperor whose reign was lost when putrid Ugnaughts rose against his throne. So hath my mother said, and I with her, a deathly blow oft comes from tiny fist, and greatest tree may fall by smallest axe. Commander, peace, and trouble not thy mind of tales of old. The princess shall reveal her treachery when all she do is done. The rebel spies are aptly traced to her, and now she is my only link to find the hidden rebel base. I'll wager she will die ere she tells thee. Leave that to me. Now go, be on thy way and take this task. Send thou a signal of distress, and then inform the Senate all the board were killed. So shall the presence here be hid from sight, and thus our swift attack shall not be known. Lord Vader, sorry my to report. There are no battle plans aboard this ship, and neither were transmissions made. There was but one escape pod jettisoned amid the fighting, but no life forms were aboard. For certain, t'was a harmless accident. This rank machine quickly hit the plans in the escape pod. Woman vile! Pray, cease thy speech and mocking what I say. Take thou a keen and swift detachment down and bring me back the plans. Commander, go! Cease the task thyself before the chime. There shall be none to stop our plan this time. Act 1, Scene 4. And now, dear viewers, shall our play go to a planet stark and dreary for our next scene. Imagine sand and rocks within thy view. Prepare thy souls. We fly to Tatooine. Forsooth, how did we get into this mess? I tell thee merrily, I know not how. A thousand tauntaun boughs could not produce a greater desecration than this place. Oh, alas, we too are made for suffering. I fear our two, tis but our lot in life. More than six million forms of speech I know, yet not a one shall help me now. Beep, 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 beep. Now must I rest before I come apart. My joints are nearly frozen. I, I freeze. For tis as though the vicious cold of death hath sunken deep into my circuitry. Oh, what desolate terrain this is. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. Where dost thou think thou goest? Beep, beep, beep. Well, I shall not thither go with thee, droid. Tis far too rocky. Canst thou not perceive? Nay, truly. But the sun upon thy cold and hard exterior hath surely warped thine often prudent mind. Pray, understand. The road herein is better far. Why dost thou think that settlements will be far beyond? Beep, beep. Be thou not technical with me, or else thy input valve may swift receive a hearty helping of my golden foot. Deep squeak. What mission, and what dost thou speak of? Squeak, squeak, beep. More of thee I shall not take, so go thou hence. Thou shalt malfunction ere the day is through, near-sighted pile scrap. Now mayest thou travel hence upon thy way, and find thy mission in a sark pit. Then thou shalt know for lo these thousand years the pain I suffer as thy counterpart. Be thou not behind me, errant knave. Ay, mark me, follow not, nor seek thou help, for thou no satisfaction shalt receive. Beep, 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 squeak, squeak, squeak. No more with thine adventures, I go not upon thy way. Beep. 
malfunctioning small fool. Tis all his fault. He tricked me so that I should go this way. But he shall not fare well. Oh, gods above, why have I once again been short with R2, sending him away? I trust he knoweth well I hold him dear, though in his presence oft my speech is cruel. Tis words that do betray my better self, when harshly they express my joyly rage. And yet for a protocol I made, and I must with words fulfill my task. So then tis true, that words are both my ruin and my strength. And yet, although I find myself adrift, and lost within a speechless sea of sand, this word is true, if ever words have truth. Forever lost I'd be, should I lose him. But, wait, what's that? A transport! Saved am I! Hark! Over here! Hey! Nanigon! Please help! A vessel vast comes forth across the sand and takes C-3PO within its hold. But what of R2-D2's mission grand? How doth the tale of this small droid unfold? Beep. Ooh, beep, 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 squeak. Uh, beep, 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 squeak, beep, 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 Imagine now that on this stage you see full many droids and creatures quite bizarre. And yet, amid this ghastly company, herein the two friends reunited are. Beep, beep, beep. Good R2. Squeak, beep, beep, me. Whee! R2-D2, oh, tis thee. Beep, beep, beep. Squeak, beep, beep, beep. Whee! Act 1, Scene 5, The Desert Planet of Tatooine. Someone in this pod, indeed! The tracks go off in this direction, see? Oh, uh, behold, sir. Either someone large has dropped his spring, or else this fragile circle here doth mean we have found droids on Tatooine! At last, this vehicle of death has stopped! So greatly fear I of what shall happen next that I am shaken to my core within. They say that fear is better faced when two together stand. Thus swift shall I wake my dear R2. Wake up. Wake up! We're doomed! Dost thou think they shall melt us down? Shoot not! Oh, shall this torment never end! First captured by these jaws small and vile, and now we face a fate that is unknown. Now seems the first fate better than the next! Aye, rather would I bear the ill I have than fly to others that I know not of. Oh, Luke! Oh, Luke! Pray tell thine uncle that if he should find a translator, be sure Idbachi speaks. Tis true the last time Owen bought a droid, more dud than droid, we purchased in the deal. It seems we have little choice, dear aunt, and yet shall I remind him what thou sayest. Anon! Now let us go. Again it falls to me, a simple man, to take a leading role in matters grave. For I must choose a droid today, tis true, but also must I teach this lad, this Luke, to learn and grow and to become a man. 
Although when I was young, I too had dreams of far-off stars and distant galaxies, I learned to work the land, to raise the crops, and thus shall I my trade pass on to him, adopted son of mine and strangely dear. For I had not asked for fate to bring a son to me, for I had thought to have no heir. Yet do Baru and I feel for this child a measure of affection, and as well, the burden of responsibility. Pray tell me, Jawa Small, what hast thou today? Nay, not that one. These Jawas offer first the lowliest, tis ever in their nature to deceive. Droid, I assume thou art programmed well for etiquette and protocol, tis true? Aye, protocol, my primary function tis. I am well versed in all the customs, sir. No need have I of droids with protocol. Not in this habitat, thou speakest true. Hath ever a sand need a protocol? When did stone or rock need etiquette? However, I am also made- Peace! What I need's a droid who knows the binary tongue of moisture evaporators. Oh, sir, my first employment was in programming. A binary loader lifter, very like the evaporators. I, in most respects. My service and my worth I'll prove to him if I must speak a thousand hours more. For certain, I shall die ere I return once more to be in rank captivity. Well, speakest thou, Bachi? Truly, sir. Tis like a second tongue unto my soul. Pray cease. So shall I have this one here. Yeah. Praise the day. Now, now, if he chooses also my R2, I then I shall be pleased. Mommy, mommy, what? Luke! Take thou these droids unto our vast garage. My wish it is they cleaned be ere we dine. But unto Tashi Station would I go, and there obtain some power converters. Fine. Thou canst go with thy friends another time, when all thy chores have been fulfilled. Go to! Oh, how shall I be mocked and verily abused when my noble comrades hear that once again my uncle hath denied my fervent wish to be with them instead. Tis well, come hither. Thou too, Red. Go hence. shall render no one service, thus I be. Pray, Uncle Owen, look! Behold, this R2 hath a foul and smoking motivator. Vicious knave! Say in what manner dost thou try upon our goodly wills to ply thy thievery? So shall I rip thy brown and ragged robes to shreds if thou set not this matter right. Now speak! Your pardon, sir. The R2 unit which thou seest is in prime condition, aye, a bargain tis, and he shall serve thee well. Now if I can convince the human here to purchase R2 too, along with me, so shall I win the day. And ever shall yon R2 dwell in peace with me. What shall he answer? Uncle Owen, say, hast thou considered yonder blue droid there? What of that blue one? That one shall be ours. Victory! Next, I'll praise him for his choice. A noble choice thou makest, master, for thou surely shalt be pleased with this new droid. I can with confidence report to thee that he is in first-class condition, sir, for I have worked with him before. He comes. Beep, 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 speak. Anon, away we go. Forget thou not this moment, faithless droid. Why I should put my neck at risk for thee is quite beyond my mind's capacity. Act 1, Scene 6, Inside the Law's Homestead. All praise be to the Maker, verily. This oily bath much healing shall provide. The glow of bright Coruscant doth not match the vital warmth this soothing oil brings me. The case of dust contamination which befalls me mighty is and renders me unable. I'll be sworn to move at all. I rue the day I came into this place. 
this drab and barren rock called Tatooine. But wherefore have I reason to complain? Do sandstorms not invade both rich and poor? We are not promised equity in life. Both rich and poor alike pertain to me, for certain, though in toil, am I most rich. By one of keen adventure am I poor. Thus I declare that whether rich or poor, the lot I receive from fate's unfair. Oh, my comrade Biggs hath rightly guessed, I fear, that never shall I leave this stricken place. Oh, exclamation tragic! Shall I speak? Is there, dear sir, aught I might do to help? Nay, droid, lest thou canst alter time or make the harvest come apace. Or, goodly friend, if thou canst somehow bear my body hence by magical conveyance yet unknown. I think not, sir, for a merely droid am I, and have not knowledge of such things as thou. Not on this planet, anyway. In troth, I do not know which planet this one be. If sinner bright the universe contains, then surely, droid, hast thou now find thyself as far from it as thou canst possibly be. I see, sir. Surely thou mayst call me Luke. I see, sir, Luke. Thou jolly droid, just Luke. This droid, I see, is one to prattle on. Be like his mouth is faster than his mind. C-3PO am I, expert in the human cyborg link. And he, my short blue counterpart, is R2-D2 cold. A good in. Beep squeak. Uh, thou hast much carbon here. It seemeth much fortune thou hast known. Aye, can it be that two such droids as you can know more of adventure than a man? With all we have been through, amazed am I we yet our good condition keep. What with the rebellion in its hurly-burly ways? Nay, can it be? The very thing of which I know more thou hast experienced? Pray, knowest thou the rebellion against the Empire droid? For certain I, tis how we came to be in thine employment, if thou comprehend my simple meaning, sir. Now is his visage turned all eagerness. Oh, never in this manner have I seen a man intoxicated with a dream. And hast thou been in many battles? Speak! Whatever morsel thou may serve me shall be a feast unto my waiting ear. The smallest tale of battle lost or won shall feed my soul's ne'er-ending appetite. Full many battles, aye, sir. But I fear I have but a little food to fill thy heart. A banquet, sadly, I cannot prepare. Tis certain that of tales I am no chef. But rather, I confess that not much more than interpreter am I, and not much good at telling stories. Verily, I have not the salt or spice to season them. Tis well, my droid, so shall my hunger wait to feast one day upon another's tale. My little bot, thou hast got something jammed herein. Hast thou been in a cruiser, or... Ugh. Please, I beg thee, sir. Oh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help. Pray, what is this? Oh, squeak? What is what? A question hath he asked? Say, what is that? I beg thee, sir. Oh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help. Thou art mine only hope. Beep, beep, beep. Ooh, squeak, beep me, beep. He says, tis nothing, sir, a mere my function, bygone that it is. Please pay no mind. But who is she? For she is far more beautiful than all the stars. I truly do not know, sir. I suspect she was a passenger on our last trip. A person of importance, I believe. First was adventure, second tis this lass. Tis certain my new master hath a wealth of passion ever eager to bestow. Say, is there any more recording, droid? Squeaky, behave thyself, R2, for thou shalt get us both in trouble. Be content and trust him true. He is our master now. Beep, 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 me, beep, 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 me, squeak. Ooh. He saith he doth belong to Obi-Wan Kenobi, residence of parts nearby, and tis a private message meant for him. For all of my witch, I know not of what he means, for our last master, Sir Antilles, was. Alas, with all we have endured, this dear small R2 unit quite eccentric is. Squeak! Obi-Wan Kenobi? I suspect old Ben Kenobi he doth mean, perhaps. 
First droids, then tales of battles fought in space, and now a damsel cries in a beam of light. Did ever destiny come knocking thus? I beg thy pardon, sir, but knowest thou aught of what he speaks? I know not any man named Obi-Wan Kenobi, yet old Ben resides beyond the Dune Sea, and there dwells much like a hermit, strange and lone. Please, I beg thee, sir. Oh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help. Thou art mine only hope. I wonder who she is. Whoever she may be, whatever is her cause, I shall unto her please respond. Not even were she my my sister could I know a duty more weight than I feel now. It seemeth she some dreadful trouble hath. Mayhap I shall replay the message whole. Beep, speak, speak, me. Ooh, me, me. Our chair doth say the bolt restraining him short-circuited his full recording system. So saith he that if thou wouldst with speed remove the bolt, he may the full recording then display. What purpose shall I serve unto this man? I might guide, encourage, counsel, what? Thus shall I play the wise interpreter, for truly tis the part I know the best. Aye, thou seems too small to run away if I should take this off. I beg thee, sir. Good little droid, so cleverly thou bringest messages that thou hast won my trust. Now, uh, thou art free. But wait, where has she gone? What villainy? How hast thou dampened the celestial light wherein she spoke of late? Now bring her back. Play the message full, thou naughty droid. What message, errant droid? The one thou hast been playing, which thou holds within thy rusty innards. Oh, at last, we shall deactivate it be. I shall be there anon, good Amperu. I'm sorry, sir, for it doth seem he hath acquired a minor flutter. Thus she comes and thus she goes. Yet ever on my sight, her beautiful, fine countenance shall shine. So here's my vow. I'll see her again, and beam or hope on hope with my own eyes. For now I must depart to dine. Pray see if thou canst remedy this R2 droid. Who? Reconsider thou. Thou shalt play the message back for him. Beep, meep, who? We? Nay, I do not believe he liketh thee. Beep, squeak? Nay, thee I like not either. Who? Now are the pieces all arranged for me to make a daring move and fly this place. The fool who sets the game in motion shall appear unto C-3PO and Luke, no more than if he were an errant knave. But hear the voice of R2-D2 all, my noble purpose all accomplished yet. To take to Obi-Wan the princess's news, to take my master Luke away from here, and, in the end, perhaps more vital still, to make connection twixt the two good men. A foolish thing this flight may seem to thee, and yet more fine than foolish shall it be. Act 1, Scene 7, Inside the Law's Homestead. <laughs> mine uncle, thou shouldst know my mind. Uh, Methinks the R2 unit we have bought be like may have been stolen. Thievery hath e'er been part and parcel of the Jawa's trade. But in thine utterance, I sense there's more. So say, young Luke, why thinkest thou thereon? Oh, good uncle, well I know the Jawa's tricks. Yet as thou sayest, I mean something more. A stolen moment with those droids has shown to me a reason they may stolen be. I did uncover a recording whilst I cleaned the R2 unit. He purports to be the property of someone known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Thus thought I that he may stolen be. As to the name this Obi-Wan Kenobi, wondered I if mayhap he meant Ben. Canst thou make sense? Nay. Yet I wonder if this Obi-Wan perchance may be some kin to yonder Ben. Fie, fie, shall that old man now haunt my home? That wizard is a damned scurvy man. Tomorrow shalt thou take the R2 droid to Anchorhead and have its memory erased. And so shall there an end be to it, for it belongeth only now to us. 
Ah, yeah, what if this Obi-Wan appears and lays claim to this R2 droid? What's stolen may be worth looking for. The looking shall not happen, nor the find, for I believe the man doth not exist. Now shall I by a lie destroy the man, lest he be given new life in Luke's young mind? The boy a keen imagination hath. This Obi-Wan hath not for ages walked within this universe. He is no more. "'Twas many moons ago the old man died. "'Aye, truly he hath met his end about "'the time so long ago when wars were fought, "'the time when men did battle to the grave, "'the time before the empire ruled supreme, "'the time wherein thy father died as well.'" "'He knew my father?' "'Though I tell of men and wars and battles brave, "'still all he hears is that word father. "'Prithee, Luke, forget!' Thy task is to prepare the droids for work tomorrow. In the morning shall they be upon the south ridge, laboring with those condensers. Aye, and I believe these droids shall serve us well. In troth, good uncle, now I uh, must confess my mind is moved to think upon the pacts with thee and me in our agreement, namely that I should stay here another season. Crops that grow in these harsh climates shall surely grow sans me, and so, mine uncle, if these droids will satisfy... I wish my application to transmit unto the Great Academy this year. Nay, Luke, an uncle's heart is breaking. Canst thou mean the next semester hence, before the harvest time? Just so, quite plentiful, a droid. But harvest time I need thee most. Wilt thou here in the desert yet desert? Tis only one more season. This year I shall make enough at harvest time to hire more hands to help. Then canst thou go next year to the Academy. To pilot is a noble trade, my boy, but family is nobler still. I prithee understand. I need thee, Luke. Tis one more year and tired. Tis only one more season. Aye, so saidest thou when my dear friends Biggs and Tank did leave. Now cracks a hopeful heart when by the land of man's ambitions firmly grounded are. So shall a bird ne'er learn to fly or soar when wings are clipped by crops and roots and soil. Pray, whither fliest thou, Luke? It seems, dear aunt, I know where go. Nor flee, nor sail, nor fly. Sarah must remain and clean those droids. Oh, Owen, he cannot abide for I with us. Tis true, his friends are mostly gone. It hath great meaning for our well-loved Luke. This bird would surely fly. So promise I that I shall set all things right, Baru. The bird shall fly indeed when time is ripe. And when the nest hath no more need of him. But, Owen, he hath not a farmer's heart. This apple falls quite near his father's tree. Tis true, and this, my dear, is what I fear. Oh, I am fortune's fool, tis true, tis true. And gazing now upon the double sun of my home, Tatooine, I know full well that elsewhere lies my destiny, not here. Although my uncle's will is that I stay, my heart within me burst to think on it, for among the spheres I wish to roam. Adventure and rebellion stir my blood. Those oft-repeated words of my mate Biggs, I do believe that all the world's a star. Beyond that heavenly light, I shall fly far.